open mic. And see comics work out new material for free. For free. They get your Tuesday night party on with two for one well drink specials during the 6 to 8 p.m. show. Check out Eventbrite to reserve your free seat every Tuesday, 6 p.m. At OMG on Savory 6th Street. Savory 6th Street. Show up to go up. Hey, kids. It's your pal, Spiderman. <laughs> Sorry, Spiderman. Mortimer Spiderman. When I'm not swinging through the senior facility, best in Mysterio at Boggle, or getting beautifully plowed by the Rhino, I'm headed down to Mutiny Radio at the corner of 21st and Florida. They got some schlemiels doing the laugh laugh. But hey, don't be a schmuck and donate two to five dollars on, hold, hold on, what is this? Let me get my glasses, the print's too small. Hold on. Venmo? That's not real. What is that, Swedish? You knew that, right? This is in San Francisco. I'll drown it on. It's nap time. It's six o'clock. It's time for happy hour. Uh, We're going to hold for a little bit. Uh, Not a lot of comics have pre-signed and not a lot are here. So we're going to listen to some of the Jesus Lizard. And uh, we'll be back in a little bit with comedy Uh, again it's a real short list so it'll be a short show but thanks for tuning in mutinyradio.fm and .sf I'm your host Pam Benjamin got the Mutiny Radio Comedy Festival coming up next week (laughs) get your tickets now comics from all over the United States coming in I'm really excited about the workshops that are going to be here in Mutiny Radio during the day Uh, education it's going to be a lot of fun all right, enjoy the Jesus Lizard, and we'll be back with a few comics.
We have a quorum. The list is here. And uh, it's all, there's, I don't know what order you want to go in or how you want to, if you guys can all. Everyone has to stay though for everyone because there's only four of you, so that's just the way it is. Okay, clap your hands together, everybody, for Anthony Mitchell. All right, thank you all so much for coming out tonight. It's a great heat wave here in San Francisco. It's the mid-70s and everyone is dying. Uh, you guys from San Francisco? Yeah, no? Okay, you found... You, f you found the fentanyl dealers. All right, <laughs> sounds good. You guys ever been <laughs> you guys ever been wandering through San Francisco being like, "Wow, these homeless people have way more friends than I do." If I knew meth was going to make me more friends, I never would have joined the improv team. Yeah. <laughs> I think dating's been weird ever since I grew this mustache. Some women like the mustache. Most women don't want to look at me. Then there's that small sliver of women that really like the mustache. I mean, some, some women like the mustache to an almost uncomfortable degree where I have to look them up online, find some family photos just to see if her dad has a mustache. So if her dad has a mustache, that's just an automatic red flag. I cannot date this woman. I'd much rather just fuck the dad. You have a very nice laugh. <laughs> Keep it up. One of these dads I went on a date with recently, he said I look like Tom, uh, he said I look like Freddie Mercury if he never had AIDS. I find that a bit strange because for me personally, I think I look a little bit more like Tom Selleck if he did have AIDS. I can't help the way I look. I'm sorry. I'm just Italian. And it's, it feels weird being Italian nowadays because just like one of the last races of people you can just be openly racist towards and no one cares. I mean, Guinea, WAP, Dago, Goomba. These are all malicious racial slur and no one knows what they mean. The only thing that I know is that my grandma hates it when I call her them every Easter. I just feel like racism feels a little off balance nowadays. Uh, a few years ago, a few people got upset, and now Apu is not on The Simpsons anymore. Then a few months after that, they canceled Pepe Le Pew for being accurately French. But in the not-so-recent movie, the name of the main character, the guy that gets, like, possessed by the rat in Ratatouille, his name, Alfredo Linguini. Sort of weird backwards racism is this, huh? What happens when they make Coco 2 and they just rename the main character to Bean Burrito? Wouldn't it be strange if, uh, or I don't think Disney's going to make a movie next year about an Asian woman named Kim Chi. Would they? 
They might make a movie about a guy in the Castro named Fruitcake. Fantastic. So, yeah, that's it. Uh, be racist. It's fun. Where are we at? 3.30. Fantastic. Uh, you might have noticed uh, I walk with a limp. My arm is not fully functional anymore. Uh, it's because I had a stroke, which tends to uh, alarm some people. Uh, not many people my age have had strokes. Uh, I am curious, is there anyone in the audience that has had like a parent or grandparent that also took the COVID vaccine? There we go. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, I do a bit of charity work uh, with other people with disabilities. I'm trying to put together like my own uh, support group where we all get together and just talk about life. I was trying to come up with a name for this group, but unfortunately, Crips was culturally appropriated from us. So I thought like, okay, I'll think of a new original idea. Maybe we'll be like uh, radio head trauma. Maybe what about uh, Lincoln Parkinson's disease? You guys didn't like that one. I thought maybe we can be system of a down syndrome. All right, that's the winner. Thank you so much for having me. Go buy tickets to Mutiny Radio Comedy Festival. Keep your hands clapping for Anthony Mitchell. Yay. All right, who wants to go next? All right, everybody. Put your hands together. It's Emma Brennan. Hello. So have any of you guys ever gotten your vaginas waxed? Fuck yeah. You? Say it. You know what the best part of it is? You know what the best part is? The asshole part. <laughs> My reaction was not what I was expecting. Guys, I fucking laughed. Dude. 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 <laughs> that shit kind of tickles. If you, it would be so lovely to hear this laugh. Like as an ethicistician, you know, if you are ever in the mood just really, really get those giggles out. All you need is a lady with like some firm fingers and some warm goo. And you can, there's a lot of ladies on the street. They all look like they got firm hands. But if you scrape the floors a little bit, you can find some warm goo. We can really get this guy fucking rolling. Cool. I think you should get your asshole waxed. And I think you should film it for OnlyFans content. Because your giggle would be just so amazing. Okay. Yeah, that's a really weird joke to do to, like, three dudes. That's really, that's a strange one. Okay, so I have, like, I have, like, three new ideas. Um, the first is, uh, you guys ever see a pregnant lady? You ever get this sudden urge to just, like, kick her in the stomach? Just to kind of help out society, you know? Just me? Okay. I'm pro-women. I'm pro-choices. I'm pro-my woman's choice to kick ladies in the stomach. Okay. That's a bad idea. I saw a pregnant lady the other day and I thought that. So that's a thought that goes through my head. Um, I, think it's, I think it's cool to watch dogs pee. 
I find that really cool. Cause like it's a yoga pose that I still struggle with. There's fucking okay. That was an idea too. Uh, I like watching little kids. The ones that I don't kick in the stomach, kick while they're in the stomach. Okay, no, that that idea is not going to connect. But that's fine. I do watch. I, I like watching little kids. Uh, not really in like a weird way. Just like the way they entertain themselves. This fucking kid was just throwing rocks into a pond for like 15 minutes straight. Just kept grabbing a rock and tossing it in and grabbing a rock. And, and it's like, what the fuck do you think is going to happen, dude? You've already seen, you've gotten the full experience. He just keeps doing it again and again like a little psychopath. I feel like kids see us do things and they think the same thing. We're sitting there scrolling on our phones. And I'm like, that's so boring. You're not even like breaking anything. You're not even making a big splash. Okay. I was drinking on the beach the other day and those are my three thoughts from it. I do watch, I, I watch little kids all the fucking time. Whenever there's a little kid around me, I'm always watching them. And I was hanging out in a bar and I saw this little girl beating the shit out of a little boy. <laughs> and I realized that nothing makes me happier than watching a little girl beat up a little boy. That is... I think the only thing that would ever make me happier would be like if I saw a little girl like beating up a grown man. I feel like that would be really cool. I feel like I need Asian parents to stop pushing their little girls into the arts and I want them to go into MMA. I want to see little girls kicking the shit out of a grown man and I want to see it on the Disney channel. Okay. Yeah, we'll figure that out. Um, to leave you guys... Do you ever feel as though the gays kind of stole the word partner from the Hicks? Used to be like, howdy, partner. Now it's like, howdy, partner. Okay, bye. <laughs> Emma Brennan, everyone. Hooray. All right, two comics left. Clap your hands together, everyone, for Raphael Wolfgang. Uh, I laughed really hard. I laughed really hard at Emma's joke where she goes, I, want, I really want to see a little girl beat the shit out of a grown man because I saw that happen. It happened to me. I got slapped in the face by a little girl at a bar like a week ago, and it was literally Emma Brennan. <laughs> it was literally like one week ago at Emporium. She slapped me in the face out of the fucking blue. And it's really, I'm really learning a lot about you now with that stand, whole stand-up set. I was laughing the whole time back there. Like, you didn't understand why I was laughing. I was like, you literally slapped me in the, and you're up here like, I would love to see a little girl slap a grown man in the face. Hmm. <laughs> it's too bad that never happened. It happened. Literally, you and me. Like, literally two people in the room. Uh, one of them doing the stand-up comedy. <laughs> uh, anyway. <laughs> Whatever. That was, that was funny. That was a funny aside. Um... So, uh, let's see. Uh, so my dad was a very major conspiracy theorist growing up. Uh, that was weird. That was a weird way to grow up. You know, like my dad is like all just someone who's like all got all these crazy fucking ideas and shit. I don't know if any of you guys have a family member who gets like a little too crazy with it, but it's weird when it's, it's weird when it's like uh, a parent because everyone thinks their parents are super smart growing up. Right. I thought my dad was like fucking crazy smart because he knew shit that nobody else 
fucking knew, right? He was way ahead of his time. My dad was like Isaac Newton if all of his theories just ended up being completely fucking wrong. You know what I mean? He was so smart. Like, Isaac Newton gets hit in the head with an apple. He thinks about gravity. My dad gets hit in the head with an apple, and he thinks there's a Jew in the tree throwing apples at him. Fucking tossing. (laughs) All right, never mind. Um, Let's see. Uh, yeah, I would get in, you know, that's was, was a weird way to grow up. Like, I, I'd be on, like, uh, when I was, like, you know, in elementary school or whatever, I'd be out in the playground with my friends, and my friends would come up to me, they'd be like, hey, did you know that frogs give you warts? I was like, frogs don't give you warts, you fucking idiot. The frogs make you gay. <laughs> Something's turning us, the frogs gay, whatever. Um... It's weird. Conspiracy theories are really weird because, like, in a way, in a way, like, for some conspiracy, like, you have to be kind of smart to come up with conspiracy theories in a way, but, like, because they're complicated and you need to connect a lot of dots. The Jew in the tree is a bad example of that. But, like, other conspiracy theories, they have, like, dots you need to connect and shit. But just because you're smart, it doesn't mean you're right, right? Like, it's this weird thing where they're, like, coming up with these really complicated theories. There's completely, like, there's plenty of people out there who are way smarter than me or my dad who are just completely wrong about everything, like those round earthers at NASA. Um, here's, what, here's what I don't understand about flat earthers, like genuinely, is why. Why Why would anybody lie about that? Well, I'll tell you why. No, I don't know. I really don't know. I have no idea why anyone would lie about that. Um, conspiracy theories are weird because conspiracy theories are like mainstream now. I feel like they used to be like way more niche, you know what I mean? I feel like nowadays everyone's like a little bit of conspiracy theorists, you know? Back in the day, it was, like, dark. You know what I mean? Like, you didn't want people to find out. It was like what being a communist used to be in the 50s. Like, you could lose your job or get, like, socially ostracized. Nowadays, everyone's, like, kind of a fucking... I think it's mostly Joe Rogan's fault. It's, like, everyone's kind of a loosey-goosey conspiracy theorist nowadays. It's weird. There's, like, a difference now between, like, the old school and the new school, like, Joe Rogan people. I was talking to a buddy of mine the other day, and he's, like, you know, he's, like, a Joe Rogan conspiracy theorist. And he was, like, hey... Did you know that uh, Moses, when Moses talked to God through the burning bush in the Middle East, that bush might have been weed? And I was like, nah, no, 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 you got it all wrong. Bush burned the Twin Towers and blamed it on a dude named Moses. And then, bl- and then invaded the Middle East and never got out of the weeds. <laughs> oh my God. I like how everyone else just got insane laughter from gd and i got an oh my god that's a, that's a terrible sign that's an awful sign that's a- all right uh you guys have been awesome thank you guys so much keep it going for your host everybody Woo! Raphael wolfgang yay conspiracy theories all right He's got the best laugh in the biz. Clap your hands together for GD. Uh, Pam, may I request you to give me f- uh, f- five minutes, please? Thank you. Hi, friends. Uh, I am uh, I am uh, completing like one year in America, and San Francisco is the place where I've been. Uh, yes, sir. I've been to like LA for two days, NYC for a few days, but. It's most obviously it's San Francisco. So I have some observations like the title of this uh, writing that I've done is called A Million Questions. Please listen to it. If you relate with it, let me know after this. I, I would really love to talk about it. If not, we, we can just go do gummies. It's okay. Uh, <laughs> as I walk on the streets in this new country, 
I see myself walking faster than I used to. Why? I think because everyone else is too. Or maybe because it's for my safety. When I don't observe, everything looks normal. When I do, the questions come up. What's this city? Who are these people? Why do all of them have earphones plugged in? Why can't they take their eyes away from their phones? Why can't they talk to each other instead? Or maybe just sit still? Where did they come from? What did they come for? Do they really want to be here? Or are they just trying to fulfill their desires or achieve their dreams and when that's done, they will just leave the city? If I tripped and fell, would anybody care? Would anyone ask me if I'm okay or if I need help? Or would everyone just ignore me, just how they are ignoring these homeless guys sitting on the sidewalk? Do they have a heart? If yes, how are they conveniently walking past a person in dire need of food or a shelter? Are they not affected by it? Or they actually are, but they are well trained at suppressing their feelings. Don't they understand social interaction is one of the biggest sources of happiness? Is that the reason why they're all depressed? Why are they asking me not to go to the tenderloin? Is the truth hidden there? The real condition? Don't they know it could be them tomorrow? Thank you. These are my thoughts that I get in the bathtub, uh, one in the one in the one in the morning. Uh, one is morning. One a.m. is morning or night? I don't know. Because half of me is still living in India, so time zones are like a motherfucker for me. And uh, I used to date this really nice girl in India. Everything was going fine, but then due to some religious reasons, uh, she became a terrorist. <laughs> came, to, came to San Francisco, started dating, dating this girl, again, amazing girl. Uh, recently, we have been trying to try a new city, so we are trying to move out, and she found this lovely apartment in Sunnyvale, so I broke up with her. What the fuck is this? <laughs> Oh, okay. I have set the I've set the tone like a, like a poetry, like a poetry open mic. Yeah. So no matter how funny I am, you are you guys are going to give this shit. I don't even know what this is. Yeah. Guys, we have to work on global warming. No fuck. Uh, <laughs> I'm. Last week, a girl told me I can't live without you, so she's dead. No. <laughs> Hey, <laughs> don't start crying now. That's the only thing left. Poet. <laughs> okay. Um, fuck you guys, man. <laughs> Raphael. Okay. Uh, you don't look like if Freddie Mercury never had AIDS. You look like Freddie Mercury kept working in that airport. Thank you. I like a t-shirt. You, you, did you perform in, at the Comedy Cellar? Okay, so... Uh, <laughs> um, I uh, went to the Castro last night and uh, I parked my car and went to a bar and when I came out, my car was broken into. But then someone just broke into my car and put the pride flags in it and then left. How can you have a car in Castro and not have pride signs? 
Emma laughed. So joke is funny. Okay, don't do this, please. Okay, do it. It's okay. We, I also do that a lot. Is that the revenge you're taking because of my laughter? So you don't want me to laugh. You don't want me to laugh when you're performing. Yes. Okay. No more laughs for Anthony. <laughs> no more laughs. Okay, I'm kidding. Okay. Thank you so much. Happy weekend. GD, everyone. So it's actually quite funny because I actually brought poetry to read tonight because I was like, this is. Uh, it is. One of them's a funny poem. So today, so, <clears throat> you know, existential crises and all. Anyways, I, today I was like, I should just, I should, I looked through some of my old poetry that was published in some different zines and stuff. And I thought, oh God, I used to, I used to feel talented. Um, and I thought, oh, I'll read a poem tonight. And, and this is appropriate because it's, uh, Halloween is coming up. And also, everybody likes The Walking Dead. Uh, okay, it's called Zombies. And, and this is an old, old poem because it, it, it references me having sex, which I haven't in a really long time. <laughs> so I think I used to be, I wish I could be slutty again. That's a different poem. Uh, zombies. My zombie ex fucks litter this city. I can't go to a bar anymore without rotten skin dripping into my whiskey, which is pretty fucking gross. Half alive boys drag their feet down 19th Street. One is missing an arm. A tragic combine incident on the homestead left him for dead. Now he sips bullet from a straw. The ginger back bathes his decaying gullet. He left a finger for a tip. I didn't even know one was undead until he lost his hand in my vagina. It just broke off at the wrist. So I slipped a condom around his bones and tried to come anyway. Oh, I did. Oh, thank you. Oh, I did. Then left him for dead. My zombie ex fucks groan and foam from open sores. I'm sure they wouldn't tell you the story even if they could talk. Communication with a zombie is more difficult than you think. So I will get another drink and get another drink and get another drink. Because I can see past death if I'm drunk. Thank you. That was published in. Synergy Zine 5, Sex and Death. What year was it? So long ago. Like, I can't even tell you how long ago this was. There's no, there's no date, but I'm sure it's like 2010 or something stupid. Right? Uh, one more. Do you, want, do you want to hear one that's... This, you know what? This is a really disturbing one, and this will give you a little insight into my youth, and if you get bored, it's... Fuck you. We, I get my five minutes. Okay, it's called Summertime on Shanna Street. The garage was cold for the middle of summer. Boys lingered in the rafters waiting for the show. I was seven, my brother nine. It was our garage. Mom never let us play in the garage with it closed. My dad didn't like us playing next door. The smarts had a car in their front yard. They parked it on the grass. Mr. Kitty killed birds and brought them into the garage. Dad shoveled the dead birds over the fence. He flipped them right next to their pool. The Trincha boys rode dirt bikes down the street without helmets. They had a boar head above the door in their garage. Steve was the oldest. Your garage is the place to do it. Talon, the youngest Trincha, at age six, stood before us. The middle Trincha, Mark, brought Christy into the cold garage. 
Christy was five and eager to please. Steve whispered something and handed her three quarters and a crumpled dollar bill. All the boys leaned forward. I didn't lean. I was only there because it was my garage. We were the only girls in a dark room full of boys. Christy knelt when Talon unzipped his pants. She pursed her lips and blew air on his peepee. My mom called them peepees. Talon showing Christy his peepee was wrong. The boys laughed. I didn't laugh. No, shouted Steve. Put your mouth on it. You suck it like a lollipop or lick it like a popsicle. Christy scooted back and looked at Steve. But you said it was a blowjob. I'm blowing as hard as I can. I jumped off the washer and skated away, leaving Christy alone in a garage full of boys with three quarters and a dollar. Ooh. That's a disturbing little story, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. That's why I stopped writing poetry, because it's just too depressing. I bet if I wrote jokes about that. I mean, there is a joke in there, right? The, the blow and blowing as hard as I can. True story. Okay, well, thanks for letting me read my poems. It is. I wasn't Christy, though, but it's a true story. It really is. What? You think I made it up? No, it's real. She was, yeah, she was blowing. She was going... Now it's disturbing. Yeah. Well, yeah. Is what? Oh, let's see. When was this? Uh, this is. This was published August 2014. So long time ago. Anyways, thanks for being here, and um, have fun with the rest of your night and stuff. And eat eat that food, please.
candles towering in shiny metallic purple armor queen jealousy envy waits behind him her fiery green diamond sneers at the grassy ground Life-giving waters taken for granted They quietly understand No one's happy turquoise armies lay opposite ready But wonder why the fight is still My red is so confident he flashes with trophies of war and ribbons of euphoria. Orange is young, full of death, very unsteady for the first full round. My yellow in this case is not so mellow. In fact, I'm trying to say it's frightened like me. And all these emotions of mine keep holding me from giving my life to a rainbow like you. But I, I'm boldless love. I'm boldless love. I'm boldless love. Just ask the exes. Uh, he knows everything.
intoxicated by the sheep as the slow sensation that he is levitating with sheep Red Acapulco Gold, naturally. And you run into some nice offshoots. You got Chicago Green, which is really a Mexican green, but it's going near the gold. Well, I don't fuck much with the past, but I fuck plenty with the future. Over the skin of silver scars and splinters of stations and walls I've rest. We had gotten into grass about, like I say, 53, 52. And uh, most guys drank before they bothered with anything like that. And there were only two things around. There was only grass and smack. One of those slick, exotic things you guys have today. Everybody drank first. Saturday night, what do you do? Buy something, puke on your shoes. <laughs> That's why we heard about grass. The word was out, Marty. What?
still, still, it doesn't, doesn't seem to be changing volume dramatically. But put this next to your guitar and let's see what it sounds like. Hey, this is a tremendous. This is a tremendous honor for me to be uh, Mighty with, uh, Yeah, again, it's a tremendous honor for me to be here with uh, um, Black Black Plastic on a. No, this is Found Round Sound. Sorry, man. I mean, uh, this is. Um, uh, Across the water with his galleons and guns, looking for a new world and a palace in the sun. On the shores laid Montezuma with his coca leaves and pearls, and a halsey off and one. The secrets of the world and the women all were beautiful the men stood straight and tall they'd offered life and sacrifice so that others could muddle on She's living there 
And she loves me till this day Still can't remember when or how or If I lost my way She's living there She loves me till this day Still can't remember how or Where I lost my way A perfect, a perfect game. 
16 and time to pay off. I get this job in a piss factory inspecting pipe. 40 hours, $36 a week, but it's a paycheck, Jack. It's so hot in here, hot like Sahara. You could faint from the heat, but these bitches are just too lame to understand. Too goddamn grateful to get this job, to know they're getting screwed up the ass. All these women that got no teeth and gum or cranium, and the way they suck hot sausage. But me, well, I wasn't saying too much, neither. I was more a schoolgirl, hard-working asshole. I figured I was speedo motorcycle, I had to earn my dough, had to earn my dough. But no, you gotta, you gotta relate, right? You gotta find the rhythm within. Slides up to me and he says, Hey, sister, you're just moving too fast. You're screwing up the quota. You're doing your piecework too fast. Now you get off your Mustang, Sally. You ain't going nowhere. You ain't going nowhere. I lay back. I get my nerve up. I take a swig of rum alarm. I walk up to hot shit dot hook and I say, Hey, hey, sister, it don't matter whether I do labor fast or slow. her cross and she says there's one reason there's one reason you do it my way or i push your face in we need you in the john if you don't get off your mustang sally if you don't shape it up baby shake it up baby twist and shout oh what i could will a radio here james brown singing i lost song all the chesters and the paragons and georgia woods and
With, with these, I can converse a unity and shack and shack the steps to the beat beat. I click, I click the TV to the Simpsons and sip the porridge deep into my system. So, me, so mellow mode is my day mode inside the studio or on the road. The swing, the swing alone is the now step. It's murder if you bet, cause your lies jet. To praise, to praise the soul is on a down drag. It's false because we'll spray you with the black flag. He's porridge in the in the pot, he's porridge in the pot, nine days old. He's porridge in the pot, he's porridge in the pot, he's porridge in the pot, nine days old. Can't stand, can't stand, can't stand the pop music. Brother, brother, brothers pop a lot of cow. Don't watch, don't watch, don't watch a lot of basketball. Don't, un don't understand the act of being foul. Hey D, hey D, hey D, they set the record up. It's time, it's time and time to tame the naughty pups. Throw on the touchy finger serenade so we can throw our lemonade in the face and kick a little butt. And they're off. And makes it the first to throw a punch and he connects lovely to the ribcage. Wouldn't you say so, score? Indeed, indeed. I would say he showed a lot of form in the combination, but look at the hooker trying to escape. Yeah, it seems that that particular fever must show great form in trying to escape, but he uh, just got his ass boxed. People want to get ragged with the rerun. Me not, me not, me not scared to charge a bit. They can't, they can't, they can't get close to none. I tap, I tap, I tap, I dance, war skit. The poor, the poor, the porridge got crazy cold. We won't, we won't eat until the heads are flown. Take advantage to a cool one's peaceful ways. But when, but when we fly that head, all the people say. Here in Frogland, we always eat our porridge because it keeps us frog real peaceful like. In my land, my people eat dung porridge. And I don't know what's in but the soul is so violent, and we are so peaceful. We sit by the campfire and listen to our rituals, and we are so violent. I don't understand. I don't understand. in all the books. Mary Jane. Marijuana. Nobody ever said it. You hear that? Hey, you got any Mary Jane? What does it do, man? Get you high? <laughs> and we found out breath. Does it make you stagger? Your breath don't smell. And you don't puke on your shoes. <laughs> Which is important. Because when you go out drinking, you can get busted for two kinds of breath. Liquor, oh, forget it. And puke means, oh, forget it, you already got drunk. Grass <laughs> sure. sent you home, and you could even undergo your mother's closest scrutiny. Because by this time, you had come home often enough in someone else's clothing. And she was openly asking to smell your breath. You smell the breath. <gasps> one of the problems that marijuana is having in being decriminalized. Yeah, no one can remember where they left the petitions. <laughs> Thank <laughs> you. 
It's not a bad cigarette, Adela. Poaching chains into the city. Strong on lasers and slash back blazers. Eight all razors, pulling the waiters. Talking about Monroe. Walking Snow White. New York's a no go. Everything tastes nice. Poaching chains. like a reptile she loves him she loves him but just for a short while cracking the sand she won't let go his hand says he's a beautician but he sells you nutrition keeps all your dead hell for making up underwear for changing
told my mother just a while before I was born you got a boy child coming he's gonna be a son of a gun he's gonna make pretty women all jump and shout
cat bone. I got a mojo too. I got a John the Conqueror. I'm gonna mess with you. I'm gonna make all you girls lead me by my hand. Then the world's gonna know.
next step is called the worm because it looks like a worm segmented body movement. Start with your feet together and your arms at your sides. Then bend your knees quickly and keep them bent. Thrust your hips forward and your shoulders back and keep them in place. Rotate your shoulders from front to back and straighten up again. Balance try. Straight, bend knees, thrust hips, rotate shoulders, straighten up. Bend knees, thrust hips, rotate shoulders, straighten up. Good. Now let's try slithering with the music. Straight knees, hips, shoulders. Straight knees, hips, shoulders. 
Here's a tricky step for you. It's called crazy legs. And it takes the same type of coordination needed for the old rub your tummy and pat your head routine. The hardest part of it is keeping the three major movements in the correct sequence. Practice it slowly first and gradually speed it up. Let's walk through it slowly. Start with your feet shoulder width apart with your arms at your sides. Kick your right foot out in a bent knee kick. Then return it to the starting position. Now take a step in place with your left foot. Next, pivoting on your heels, swing your toes out and bend your knees quickly. Then pivoting in again on your heels, swing your toes in back to the starting position and stand straight up. I'll count it out for you a little faster now. Ready, set, and go. 